and young woke up quick at about noon just thought that i had to be in compton soon i gotta get drunk before my day begins before my mother starts bitching about my friends i'm about to go and down there was mine young niggas at the bar throwing up gang signs man in the house he grabbed my sleeve nicked the back ten on the side of my hip held outside pointed my weapon just as i thought the fools kept stepping jumped in the phone hit the juice on my ride Don't be convinced by what people say. I'm not brilliant. I'm not a genius. I'm not even gifted, really. I mean, I'm, I have gifts, but these are things that all come from God and through me. Everything that is out there, everything that's, that I'm privy to, you know, so are you. If you get that into your system and get that into your spirit and understand that, um, you know, we're not separated by anything, not time nor space, not talent, nor gift, just acknowledgement and understanding where our gifts come from. In order to promote something higher, I mean, I feel now, at the ripe old age of 25, that the only thing that I could do is, is serve others. You understand what I'm saying? And, and because there are people who have not reached that point in their walk, you know, yes, there's a little anger, there's a little resentment, because you, you raise a standard, you know, you, you, especially when you do it and, and you make some noise and you're saying something that holds a mirror up to a lot of the negativity and self indulgence. All right, so here's the tweet. At... J-A-B-O-U-K-I-E says, Millennial dating, you. Hey, what you doing Wednesday? Them. Working to survive. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing Saturday? You. Being tired from working to survive. Then laundry. <laughs> Them. Nice. <laughs> With over... 34,000 retweets and over 126,000 um, likes. <laughs> Someone said literally 80% of my dates are like, want to come over and just be tired together. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys perceive that? Do you agree? Man. Yes or no? 100%. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, like 100%. absolutely. 100%. Wow. I'm exhausted right now. Like, I'm tired right now. Like, I worked the whole shift, like, this whole weekend. 
And it's just like, wow, that's really what we be doing. We just yeah. Like, yeah I'm, I'm working this I've worked from like 4 o'clock in the morning to 4 in the afternoon for like last seven days. I've literally had, I feel like people not want to talk to me anymore because I'm so busy. I'm just like, yeah. I, mean, I just be looking at me all the time. I know people don't want to talk to me. They're, like, they're kind of like, yeah, she look real mean. Because I'm tired. Workaholic. <laughs> workaholic. Yeah. Yeah, workaholic. I think that's another like, thing to actually say that millennials are, like, workaholics. Yeah, I come home and work on my business still. Yeah. I'll come home I from work stop. and do work. Like I can't stop home. <laughs> I wake up thinking about it. I can't stop doing it. Well, that's the perfect segue to the name of this episode, which is so crazy, which is called Dollar in the Dream. I'm for real. No, as like, I don't think everyone knows because I'm not sure if everyone's been following along with each and every episode since the summer. But, you know, every song is deprived from my master's thesis essay, Good Kids, Mad Cities, Hip Hop and Black Millennials in the Age of Social Media. And I try to make each episode named after a hip-hop song. Mm. So today was Dollar in a Dream because I'm just like, I'll be damned if anybody tell me we are entitled when we out here really working our butts mm-hmm. off. Like, like you said, like workaholic. Like it doesn't stop. If you're thinking about it at home, at school, at your internship, at a concert, whatever, like we're constantly thinking about work or like what has to get done next. Yeah. yeah. Like... It's like you value the dollar as much as you value the dream, literally. Yeah, definitely. You know? It's to the point where even, again, going back to, like, dating, the, like, point they were making in the tweet, you know, when they were talking is that, like, that's even become exhausting. Like, we don't even know how to... Date? At all. I we literally just said that. Yo. Yo, I literally was just like, people don't know how to date anymore. It's just like so much other things to focus on almost and you're just like Exactly. What? Oh, okay, so time to give you oh, invest in you. Like that's right. why I feel like it comes across as and people just are so confused at the concept. I'm like, it's a right. natural concept. It's like yeah. you must be not that familiar with it, but myself too, you know, you catch yourself not really knowing. I'm definitely right. super savage. I definitely will try to work this super Did she say super savage? I love to work. I love to work. Because that means I will be single for like six months straight and not even see nobody. Okay. That's what you're going to do. I'll do it. It means I'm, I'm going to make uh, a good living and I'm going to have some savings, you know, in my bank account. I'm cool. Well, let me let the world know the um, workaholics I'm sitting with right now, because I don't think that you know. Um, <laughs> Coming to the stage. <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. Um, again, we start this, the questions off pertaining to, do you identify as a millennial? And you two, Ariana, Kyle, who I'll let introduce, are definitely two people I know from not only literally like living it, witnessing, seeing it, but literally are living the epitome of dollar in a dream, working aholics, working, dismantling any myth that millennials are lazy or anything like that. So first I wanted to ask, do you identify as a millennial? Yes or no? And of course, give you guys the opportunity to introduce yourselves. Because I don't like to speak for anyone to say, oh, they do this, you know, do that. Because I can go in, I can't. You know, I can like, you know, like, you doing that, blah, blah. That's what you, you guys to do. Get truth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, go first. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I absolutely identify with being a millennial. Um, I think it's become such a negative perception 
when you look at the term millennial and I just seen it's just become like a certain perception I feel mm-hmm. when you see it physically because people are talking about it and it's like we're this we're that and it's like all these negative connotations I feel just by yeah. different generations that are higher than us and like you you just kind of look at it like what though like are you not seeing like the work I'm putting in almost because millennials have like such leeway in like the way the world is moving almost like you know what I mean I was talking about this in sociology my publicity campaigns what's been going on like all these courses and just like the way we set the tone for the media and the agenda and Mm. events that occur with millennials because of millennials we're a very like valued concept in society i would say Mm. and myself yes absolutely i i'm I'm a workaholic i believe in doing my work i believe in innovating i believe in not having to work for somebody higher than me like you know what i mean i want to be my own boss someday i'm just this 21 year old undergrad student you know what i mean chasing all these dreams on the side but like you just value everything you do because it's all you have your dreams that you make reality is all you have that's what i always say to my mom and she lets me pursue so much so i thank her all the time for that for her Oh my god. I'm gonna take that away. Reality is all you have. That makes me think about, you know, someone saying before that the one thing millennials have the most that we can hold on to right now is time. Because of the way the world is moving, the way technology is moving, and the way the economy is shaped. It's like time is the one thing we can afford. Mm -hmm. So value it. But absolutely no that's nice and we're gonna get into all your artistic endeavors later but (laughs) i know miss ariana miss ari automatic (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i definitely think i identify as millennial um i mean living in new york you see it super close and personal like you see you, you you see what that impact is like even when you're on social media you see what the impact is like like social media is ours social media is our platform but this is like a like hundreds of millions of people are using this platform and looking at our voices and taking them into account there's there's news like news channels quoting people's tweets like man yep. until buzzfeed get i don't care until buzzfeed give um Black Twitter credit for a lot of the articles they be doing. I saw these motherfuckers put out a whole story on. um, They put out a story on like the when you're disrespecting the flag and different codes of contact. But there's a black guy that started that whole thread on Twitter, and we all know that. But I ain't see no credit given to him. I'm just like, yeah. My bad. I know I went off a little bit. No, no my bad. Okay. No, Maybe I didn't mean fuck Buzzfeed. Um, <laughs> right. Just get it together. Yeah. Uh, get it no, together. yeah, definitely. We deserve our credit. That, but why? How do you expect to be successful when you profit or you get you know your attention off stealing other people's ideas? How long can that? That's not sustainable in the business no, uh, structure at all. So you just steal from a culture constantly, 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 constantly. You think that's gonna last like that? Right. It's not. Like, it's just not, people can tell. Right. Like, our generation is very, like, transparent. We like, you know, different brands because of what they stand for, too. Not just because it's cute. You know, like, we're, like, even, like, when Uber went down, when the Uber thing happened, we mm-hmm. was like, all right, forget Uber. 
But then we was like, you know, wait, <laughs> wait, it's, it's taxi drivers that make their family income off of, wait, hold on, this is fucked, this fucked up, hey, I'm a weak, we like, gotta make y'all money now, wait, hold up, I need my Uber, okay, like, I need that from A to B, no, I ain't gonna lie, I'm giving it up, no, I ain't gonna lie, I've, I've been using Lyft like all the time, I've definitely been using Lyft all the time, but yeah, we like to boycott, mm-hmm. and we can do it through our pockets, too. we yeah, definitely can, moisture. because, um, hey, yep, Shea Moisture, I wasn't using it for a little while, I'm back they stay going, uh, buy one, get one 50% off, I'm like, damn, but from a, now, from like a, from a digital standpoint, though, what do you think that says in terms of the way we communicate with not only just like these corporations, but with like one another, like, oh I really gosh, think, it's very like, I'm sorry, no, keep going, um, I was gonna say it's very like instant gratification type of thing even down to like our relationships it's like if i instantly don't like you or if you instantly don't love me i instantly don't like you like mm-hmm. if i if i'm not super obsessed with you like from day one then bye like <laughs> like wow like that's yo, how we are my life that's crazy like that, like if our mind isn't simulated crazy in that in those first like Two hours of meeting, you know, we're like, okay, whatever. That bye. goes back to you talking about the concept of time. Our concept yeah. of time is so ridiculous because it's just like, why are we like making these moments that yeah. should be like moments. eternal almost? Like, yeah. they're just continuous totally. eternal moments into just like totally. the now. And I yeah. always feel for people who say, um, cherish this moment, feel the now. Like, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. just whole type of go getter type thing. But like, I don't know. When it comes to almost just like dating with millennials, it's just like yeah. they want the instant gratification is yeah. just such like a, a, a good and a bad thing. Yeah. Person a blessing. Like it's so even weird. like a lot of guys, I feel like I've been on daytime feel entitled to kiss me because they take me on a date. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. very like fast moving. <laughs> and it's like I don't want to kiss you. What if I just wanted a salad? Yeah, like, what if I just wanted some salad? Like, <laughs> what if I, what what if I just wanted some salad? Right, okay. Yes, yes. Who said I wanted to kiss you? Like, no. I was about to say, if it's something you agree with, our friend, um, please tell me your name. Hayden. Hayden, please. Hayden, Hayden is here with us, joining us, you know, as yes, the, the best audience Woo-hoo. member ever. Woo-hoo. Anything you agree with, please, like, or want to shout? Yes, you agree with that. I you were saying about how everything is just so fast-paced like the fact that he felt entitled to kiss you because i've been in situations like that like everybody's like just relax (laughs) i'm like i'm I'm ready but like don't think that you just be on a nice date right that you could just fill up on me like yes i've been to to clubs where like i'm just talking to people guy asked me for my instagram i'm like okay well you're a nice guy whatever right he's gonna come and slide his hands like just like just touch me i was just felt so uncomfortable like we just what made you think this one conversation could just yeah. but you know what it was interesting yeah. about that though for me what it makes me think about because sometimes and you know within the digital humanities there's this discussion around like okay what does it mean to be like a human being in network space and i think sometimes because we've grown up digitally or digitally i don't even know if yes, that's a word no, yeah. sometimes people kind of lose the sight of like borders it's almost yeah. like they just it's very desensitized it's, this this is no. very desensitized like yes. like Say whatever do whatever uh, do whatever uh, if you know I'm like so sorry, it's man. okay <laughs> but yeah very like the whole quote like excuse no my feelings. language but the shit happens type thing like shit you know happens. what i mean just like whatever are just like with whatever and it's like yeah stuff happens but to an extent just realize that there are repercussions with everything you do as a human i'm really getting that everything happens for a reason you know what i mean that whole thing literally just 
people need to just be more aware in my opinion no definitely more aware and again i think that's why and uh you know, that's why I love the title. That's why I love the title of this uh, episode, <laughs> "Dollar in a Dream." No, because it's one of my favorite J Cole like songs. Like, cause he has he has the first "Dollar in a Dream" on the come up. He has the second "Dollar in a Dream" on the warm up, and then you know he puts the third one on the album, "The Sideline Story." But he's uh, always he's talking like about how head. he's like <laughs> stop. But he's always talking about like how he's like this uh, his uh, an observer of his community. Yeah, he is. Remember his concert. Yeah, you went to that, but yo, Man. he is just like the way he talks to the audience is crazy. I always say that he just be so just like for the millennials, to the millennials, about the millennials. He's he's an amazing man. I can't say I always agree with what he says because I am as well, just like in, in, a debater and just like you know what I mean. But sometimes I'm just like, yeah, you get it. Definitely gets it. Um, you know, I I've, I've definitely expressed, you know my feelings towards for your eyes only <laughs> plenty of times and i'm gonna get into that on another episode but again you know he talks about being an observer and i feel like because we've grown up digitally like digitally and we have so much information we observers or like critique critique anything by default like definitely Definitely. I watch professors or I've been in situations where someone will say like, okay, well, you're not reading this to critique, you're reading it to understand. And it's just like, no, I understand the context of this narrative. Mm -hmm. I'm letting you know that this narrative's problematic. Here's the evidence on why I believe it is. Mm -hmm. Take my word for me. Don't come mm -hmm. at me with some ageism type rhetoric or just, mm -hmm. you know, like talk to me very condescending as if I don't know. Yeah, what you're talking about. You know, and don't get me wrong, I understand like the truth can be, you know, like, you know, right. subjective, objective, whatever, but at the end of the day, Facts are facts, evidence mm -hmm. evidence, you know, and that's why I like I don't know, I feel like the way and that's why I'm so obsessed with black Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way we transform knowledge on black Twitter and make it visible, in my opinion, is some of the most radical revolutionary shit. Like you can't tell me it's not revolutionary. There is some revolutionary context behind it's literally like transcends even from back in the day when they were we had to teach each other how to read yeah. yo same same tra that's the same like what the sentence type of you know what i mean no it's the same thing even like in for um for class we were breaking down you know well not we i was breaking down because we had to read this excerpt about the underground railroad terminology and how people really thought it was an actual railroad because our the enslaved our ancestors that's the code language they had to use mm -hmm. so they could trick the slave catchers you know what i'm saying yeah. like using different codes for this meaning stand here knowing where the north star was knowing um different plants took care of this and that yeah. but we communicated together with codes yeah. and stuff to teach each other new ways to escape terror to get to some type of freedom and opportunity mm -hmm. and that is literally what you just said i do see that happening on black twitter yep. like we totally. we like connect one another or totally. let them know even, pepsi like that ain't even, right call, even globally or it's, we, it's at a global platform like, yeah teach the world there's yeah people that learn a lot on twitter because a they, lot. Know, they never knew it a yeah, lot even Asian. people in general asian white whatever whatever or even the way like we transform um 
or challenge i don't even want to say transform but the way we challenge different narratives yeah. or the yeah. norms about um people all right then <laughs> we'll pull up then but you know i even think the way i don't think it's not by default even though we always knew hip-hop and r&b was the most dominant because you know they love one of us oh yeah but for it to become finally more i guess visible on the data um since now that you data can see it all of that results back to, in my opinion, us online. The way we share our taste culture and the way we're just so numbers heavy with it. Lie. Like, numbers don't lie. Cardi B ain't number one for not a reason. Like, Kendrick ain't number one consistently for not a reason. Like, 444 ain't resonating with us and, you know, like, still doing numbers regardless of if it had, like, strength but has the plays or not. Like, so the right, impact was there the because the we still chatted about it and that. talked I about like, it. What? Yeah, I know you saw that. So I was just like, what? Like, yeah. On. Yeah, you might not resonate with that message, but he's dropped various amount of works that just you can resonate with regardless. This was just his time to talk about that certain concept and still did what he had to do as an yeah. artist and just people in general, literally. Speaking of that, so, you know, I have to ask how we go into things because <laughs> this is hip hop focus. So the next question is, because you know I have three three big question sets. This is the second one. You have to give your top five MCs, like top straight up five MCs. And if you don't even want to go in that depth, or if you can, you have to give your top five most listened to now on your streaming service and the streaming service that you're currently using or that you use. You can use <laughs> some more than one. So no, Ariana, I'm gonna let you go first because how <laughs> went first on the first one. Okay. So yeah. I've been streaming uh, ASAP Ferg and Cozy Tapes. ASAP <laughs> Ferg, so we got that. Um, That's the one. Um, let's see. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> does this have to be just hip hop? Uh, hip hop and R&B, yeah. Okay, well, I'm still, I'm still doing scissors. Yes. Um, oh, you know you. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Beza can come on this list anytime. No, for real. I'm so you heard her love galore verse, lost verse. Oh my god. Let a bum nigga like you got six figures on my name on it. Did I? Did I? Did I? I love the new um Ty Dolla Sign. Yes. Okay. So that's. Okay. ASAP Mob, uh-huh. SZA, uh-huh. Ty Dolla Sign, Ty Dolla Sign, Tommy Genesis. Okay. And uh, well, Janae Aiko, but that's not. She's not a girl. Nah, she is. She's an MC. I was about to say. I, I would definitely. Janae. I would. I would. Uh, I would. Uh, I can give Janae MC. I, I definitely can give Janae MC. See. All right, that's I love, nice. I love L- the LSD song. Okay, nice. So LSD. All right, so I already got Ty Dolla Sign, ASAP Mob, um, Janae, SZA, and is that first? Is that first? You said somebody else. Who was your fifth one? Um, Tommy Genesis. Tommy Genesis. That's what you said. Yeah. Okay. Pow, pow. Oh wait, and what streaming service are you using? Title and SoundCloud. Title and SoundCloud. Okay, lit. Title game. Title sure. game. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so my top five. You gonna go top five MCs or top five on your playlist? 
I mean, on I'm your. Gonna, I'm gonna start with MCs because okay. I got some MCs on my mind that I value. Okay. Let me just see where I go because <laughs> it depends if I value on the top five, but okay. It's like I put Lauren on number one, although yeah. she has her ups and her downs with her label and she can't perform some of her songs on tour, but she was a writer of her time. Lauren Hill was on Jovi's list too from the last episode. Yep, Jv's. Yeah, Jv's. Yeah, JV, he said yep. that. He said that. Yeah. Um, Lauren Hill, inevitably. Always listen to her. I used to always listen to her in the morning during my sophomore year for some reason. It was just such a thing. And yes. then number two would be Kanye. Okay. Opinion. I genuinely will. Old Kanye. Maybe yeah. not new Kanye as much. His sound, yeah. Because he's yeah. influenced a lot of the kids. Facts. His sound, and he's been producing. He's producer for Tiana's new album. He produced a lot of Travis Scott stuff. Like, that was a lot of his influence, I feel. Yeah. Number three, Jay. Definitely yes. Jay. This isn't in much order, honestly. I'm just like saying off the top of my dome, but definitely Jay. Nice. Um, regardless. For J. Cole, without a doubt. Yes. Definitely J. Cole. Man, Favorite J. Cole album? I just want to know. Or it can be a mixtape. Or a song. <laughs> J. Or Cole still jazz. Okay. Nice. Right. J. Cole high. J. Cole gang. <laughs> my freshman year of college. Yeah. Nice. I'm on my last one. Yep. Um, you got Lauren Hill. Jay-Z, Kanye, J. Cole. Maybe one of the... You know who I'll give it to? I'll give it to Travis Scott because I've been listening to him a lot lately, y'all. So I ain't like, mad at that. I ain't mad at that. He's just like... <laughs> I ain't mad at that. The kids are great, yo. The people who are like in our generation music, making music right now are just like... So going into... That's a perfect segue into another question, too, that I have. Like, um, how do you feel about... Because you're a musician, and I wanted to give you a yes. chance to talk about um, your music, why you wanted to make music, um, but also who are some of your, I guess, you know, Lauryn Hill, clearly an influence, but, you know, why do you want to make music, who inspired you, and how you feel about music in the 21st century, and or in the age of social media right now? That's like a whole fight of Thanksgiving. I'm just so thankful for you right now. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No, this Um Yeah, I've been... You know, it's funny because I was talking to like the producer also a few days ago about just like the difference between like the art and then like actually making music. Because making music and like, let's say it's singing or rapping, like, you know what I mean? It'd be two different things. Nowadays in the 21st century, I just feel like the way music is being sold, yes, everything is off limits. You can do whatever you want with music these days. Because Cardi B proved it. She literally got her number one from just, you know what I mean, being herself and like doing all that. But I've been singing my whole life personally and then making music it's always been the in and out type thing for me like I'll start it and then I won't finish it I'll start it and I won't finish it but like lately I don't know my mind's just been really into it and I'm just like really into my own mind like the R&B lane and Miguel, Frank Ocean, Prince, Michael, The Weeknd I value a lot of those people when it comes to like the songwriting process and just singing in general but yeah I don't know right now it's just like I'm doing it just to do it. It's fun. It really is. It's therapeutic. I like going to the studio and like just singing what's on my heart and just writing sometimes. And I would love to just make what I can off it, honestly. Nice. That's, just, that's how it is. It's always been like that. And how do you feel about music in the 21st century now? It's growing. And it you has, growing, it has yeah. the audience by its neck. Like it's just like the 21st century can just throw out anything they want. Like you know what I mean? And it's just like y'all gravitate towards it. You really do because you put these people, these really the millennials are the, are the kids. The people I'm calling kids, I feel like the millennials that are making the music are just they they whatever they want to put out and get that number one off of. They're gonna do that. They want to make fifty thousand dollars off that show and just because they can make that. 
quote unquote ratchet music, they're gonna do that. Like the kids are just in charge. That's how I'm looking at it right now. Mm. It's the kids being in charge. I like that. The too. women being in charge too. Y'all yeah. like yo. Yeah. Um, yes. Let's go into the next set. Wait, but women future. being in charge and female is future. Miss um, Ariana. Uh, Ari automatic. Ari X. Ari the model. Ari the actress. Ari the boss. Where do I start? What I'm made you um, all of it? Ari the millionaire. Um, what made you want to start collective casting? How did you get to that road? And how do you feel about modeling and the idea of like beauty in 21st century? And I know that was Thanksgiving. Mm. <laughs> I just gave a lot, as you said, but I might need it.
went, when I first moved to New York, I went to open calls, I went to all the castings, whatever, for the agencies. They should have told me, no. They should have told me, no, you need to lose weight. You do not look like a fashion model. We only represent fashion models. They should have told me. So, so it's this super duper love and super duper dream of, I'm gonna go to New York and I'm gonna just be this crazy supermodel. Just got, boom, slapped in the face with reality. And the reality was, the fashion industry has a Eurocentric beauty standard. And it's systematically defied all the way down to the agencies. Agencies won't even represent more than a certain amount of black people because one or two is enough. If they, if agency already has a girl that looks like me, they won't even look at me because they already have another. They already have their black girl. They don't need to. It's like that, but they'll have 20 girls that look the exact same six foot brunette long straight hair boring as fuck and and so i said you know what this really bothers me and for the longest time i, I had huge dreams of being signed to this major agency my parents used to say well, ariana why don't you start your own agency why don't you why don't you just do it and i used to always think like i couldn't and i always used to think you know i don't i'm not you know willing to be models i'm not for whatever but starting my agency is probably one of the best things i've ever done in mm. my entire life now, I done made some a whole bunch of mistakes, but starting my own business that's black and catered to what I wanted and what I needed, that, that, that was the niche. That's my niche. I'm going for it. Underrepresented people in the media to create that opportunity for brands to see my business and say, we want to work with you. Instead of, I, I can complain for years about how agencies don't represent me. Why do I have to submit to the institution? Why do I have to submit to... Uh, why, why can't I just do it myself? Why can't I just own it? What is stopping me? Just my mind. That's mm -hmm. it. Nothing is actually stopping me. Like, it was only because I thought I couldn't do it because of, because they're old agencies or whatever. I was just like, you know what? I'm about to just create an agency, and you know what? I'm about to book my friends, because me, me and my friend, these are universal problems. As a, the models that aren't signed, we, we are always looking for bookings, like, all the time, like, for everything. And I realized I come across a lot of bookings and I can't apply to them because they don't fit me. Um, or I need people, period. So I was just like, you know what, I'm about to just start a business. And I did, and it's been almost a year. Um, and I'm, I've really been inspiring a lot of people to prove the point that anything is possible. And any little status quo, little whatever they got going on in the system, with the, you need this agent at this agency to do this project, to be represented, to do that. Like, that's all shattered. And I want that girl to look in the magazine and see herself. Like, that's what I'm about. Because, I, because that's what I wanted when I was in love with fashion. Like, I'm about to cry. I, I love this shit. Like, this is my fucking life. But it's just about creating that, that opportunity and just saying, fuck it. I'm about to just fuck it. I'm about to just do it. I'm about to look cute as fuck. People not even going to notice me. <laughs> I saw my press kit out there. I'm like, man, they know for a fact I'm not 20. Like, they don't know I'm just this 23-year-old black girl doing this off her laptop in her apartment in bedside. Like, I just got a real passion for this shit, so I'm just doing it all. Like, I don't even care. I don't even care about any, like, I don't care. I'm just, <laughs> just like, fuck the rules. I'm doing it. I don't care. <laughs> fuck the rules. The millennial bio. Yeah, I'm totally now. millennial for that. Totally millennial. That's totally what millennials do. Creating our own money, creating our own opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, it's not about dreaming to work for someone. It's about dreaming to create our opportunities and create ourselves and create money out of ourselves. Like that's what we do. 
there's so many influencers that get paid for doing like talking being themselves that was never even a career and these people are living people like famous youtubers man what if our ancestors heard that now they'd be like what are y'all even talking about <laughs> internet is millionaires off of people off content that we create like what we can create anything like everything and even in society everything was made up anyway everything is made up everything <laughs> Jesus piece of facts it's crazy. everything is made up everything from the Grammys uh, uh, we got an audience member I'm, okay. <laughs> he agreed yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here he didn't agree Every, everything is made up everything from um, someone made up this school someone made up laws for the school someone made up uh this credit card company and these well, rates. I think it's always this. just like the disadvantage that millennials just always are gonna feel though, regardless. Just think about how hard it's always just been like I don't ever mean to sound like the victim. Like I always yeah. say that. Right, but right. Just, you, I'll work on that. That's a good I point. Because yeah. I work on that days, too. Yeah. I, I don't want to sound like a victim and I hope I don't be coming off like a victim to people like, Oh, yeah. but I went through this, I saw that but it just be like We really are we really did though we really are living this shit like i'm literally living mass incarceration i'm literally living like what it means to feel oppressed segregation i'm literally living what it feels to go through debt i'm literally living what it feels to like chase your dream and still like and then it's so it's all at extremes like at the hottest temperature it's like yeah, you're in debt, but you're in debt twenty, thirty thousand. You're not in debt one hundred dollars. You're in debt. And I always bring that back to myself selfishly enough, but like I'm always just like, so what's the point of me dream chasing so much if like you said, like mm. he was like, you, you barely even catch it sometimes. Like you know what I mean? And like you really gotta really get up and try again every single time. Whenever Literally. you fall, whenever society tries to push you down because you are a millennial, whatever the case may be, yeah. the struggle may be, you always gotta get back up. And sometimes yeah. it's not easy to get back up. It really don't be. You just be like, yo, I want, I want to lay here. Right. I don't want to get up today. Like right. you said. Like yeah. you said. Right. <laughs> we have that combo. But, but that's yeah. why I that's why I love us though and I ride for us and I'm fighting for us and I believe in us because we get each other together. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like we do our own self check-ins. We like have our group chats. You sis, you good? Yeah. You know, like right. bro, what's up? You, you know, like got a couple homies. We literally like, like I know like seriously I watch for videos. We really do that for one another. Like no matter if you become our family. I was just telling my mother that I'm just like when did I just fall off from you guys? Like because I really did on on like no funny shit. Disconnected from my family. No funny shit. What keep me? Like what? I'm disconnected from my family so much that my friends are what keep me. If I didn't have my friends in my life, like I would be a I wouldn't be the same yeah, person I am today without the people that like on my back. Like, what? No, no one can say that. Like, no, for real. No one can say that. Like, the people you've been going, the people you've been going up with, like as homies, literally oh, from yeah. just like elementary school, like, yeah, and then totally. like to middle school, and then to high school, and then to college, and then just to people you met along the side. It's just right. like they shaped who you were. Like your family was right. always just such a consistent, inevitable structure right. that you loved endlessly, and you just like catered to them always. It's like your family's right. always there, but then you was just like, yo. Where's mine? You know what I mean? Where's mine? <laughs> I'm fucking up, Jack. Now. <laughs> like, no, you're right. I think this is like perfect. I think, wow, this is such rich content. Yeah. Like, this is a rich episode. I am really happy for you guys. Um, oh, thank you. You know, I'm not trying to tear up right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you know, I do want to, um, before we close the episode, if you guys um, wanted to leave with one message for other millennials out there, what would it be? It, um, all the hard, smart work is worth it. All the, all the sweat is worth it. I, and it's better to be tired than it is to be uh, not doing nothing. It's better to just be tired. Just grind it out. And, and, and it don't matter. Just find a way. Like, it don't matter what's going on. Just find a way. Like, that's what millennials do. We just got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I would say just, like, just innovate, 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 innovate. And don't give up. Innovate. Don't give up. Hey, then. Mm. <laughs> well, I just definitely innovate. Keep pushing. Don't let anybody put you down and tell you you can't do certain things because you definitely can do it. Yes. I'm going to just say dream big. Dream big. Rather if you want to take it that way as dream, you know, big or, you know, dream B-I-G, you know, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want to tailor, but... <laughs> 